0: Welcome to the Alcohol Rethink Podcast with me, your host, Patrick Fox. This podcast is for the guys out there who question the role that alcohol plays in their lives, Many who want to stop drinking and don't know where to go or how to start. We're going to cover all of that and more. Let's go. Hi guys and welcome to episode 45 of the Alcohol Breathing Podcast. It's great to be back with you today guys. So last week or the week before that I had COVID. Um, I think I'd pretty much avoided it most of this duration, possibly right at the very beginning but who will ever know because we didn't have those tests about now or then even but Yeah, so (laughs) I've like come through the other side of COVID and it was a strange experience. It was lots of different symptoms on different days and never really the same thing. And it was, yeah, it was very, very strange. Coupled with having to isolate, you know, my partner and my son went to stay with their, well, his nanny and her mom. So yeah, it's kind of like on at home there were some other people around but <laughs> literally avoided me like the plague, right? Because they didn't want to get, get COVID either. And no, it's so, it's so subtle how it happens but like how my brain like interpreted them leaving the room, like noticing that feeling of rejection almost, that feeling of like not being wanted, like even even though like rationally fully knowing that I didn't want to catch COVID and that makes perfect fucking sense. But it was still right, even just noticing. And it's like that primal part of our brain that is designed for survival, that's designed for connection, right? And even now in this modern times, like that can still feel threatened. And as I'm talking about the brain, it's quite relevant because that's what I really want to talk about today in this episode, which is called the fuck it button right? I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you know what the fuck it button is. It's that moment where you just go, fuck it. I'm going to have a beer. I'm going to eat loads of food. I'm just going to do anything that basically is rebelling against yourself. Like, you know, you don't want to do it. Perhaps you think you shouldn't do it, right? Like, but we're not assigning morality here. The fact is, is like, you know, it's not good for you. You know that you're going to probably most likely regret it afterwards but you choose to do it anyway and the reason this came about is it was something i've been playing around with, with for a while but also because of covid like because of how i was feeling over the last couple of weeks and you know having the judgement i like at some points i didn't even think i was ill enough to have time off work which is kind of crazy because i de- if i think about how i feel today It's a million miles away from how I felt over the last couple of weeks. In fact, probably the last two or three days is I've really felt normal. And today, like I feel full of energy, like I've got back down the gym and just really felt like I had a lot of energy to burn, which was great because COVID not managing my mind because I was ill left me kind of not wanting to do anything you know and I hit my own fuck it button not to drink alcohol or anything like that but it it was reaching back for the what I perceived as the comfort of food right like making poor food choices you know chocolates and all that stuff because my programming if you like in the past had been to use food as a way to comfort myself so at the end of the the kind of um phase of testing positive and becoming negative like I was I was I was feeling quite down low and it wasn't until like I had a conversation with my partner because you know our partners they're very observant and and you know we don't see the label of the jar we're in right like even as myself as a coach like I don't see sometimes what's going on in my life you know, it takes somebody else to witness and just to be able to offer some reflection and that's exactly what she did. And she's just saying that something wasn't up. And then <clears throat> as I spoke to her, it all just all this shit just started coming out about how like I felt I wasn't doing enough and I was shouldn't be eating food like this because it's weak and just you know, all of this old tired thought patterns that actually just made me feel even worse. They like they were compounding how I was feeling just having that conversation alone I think was a massive part of of shifting my mindset and now today just feeling much more energetic and just getting back to it and that's it right like because we're all human guys like sometimes we're going to do things that we don't necessarily like or we know are going against our values but we have a choice right like do we want to beat ourselves up for it do we want to justify rationalize and excuse our behavior do we want to act powerless right like being a victim and that's probably what I felt like the last couple of weeks I felt like everything was happening to me and I and you know like I think when we're ill like there is a perhaps a tendency for us to go that way right like because our brain's designed for negative bias it's designed to look out for problems so when we're feeling ill and it's also prime for survival right so when we're feeling ill like I think it just kind of compounds it a little bit more so here I am I'm back and I'm here to share with you the fuck it button so you know that fuck it button is the moment when you decide to do something that goes against your better judgment right it's a moment where perhaps it like opens up the door to self-sabotage like you you are for example you're taking a break from alcohol and maybe like you're a week or two in and then you go down the pub with your mates and like oh do you want a beer and you go fuck it yeah why not right like I've been good for the last couple of weeks so I just reward myself having this drink that's going to make me feel like shit and then I'm just going to beat myself up for for weeks afterwards as well and so you know it's like we hit self-sabotage we hit self-destruct And I want to explain about what it is, kind of why we do it. Really looking at how our brain is designed, which plays such a massive fucking part, which is awesome because it also means that it also plays a part in how we overcome this fucking self-destruct hitting of the fuck it button, right? So why do we hit the fuck it button? as i was saying earlier with me and food during covid it, it's it's about seeking comfort it's about relief i think you know i believe that we create systems or or, or belief systems around us of what will help us feel better and quite often what we think is going to help us feel better is something that comes from outside of us so alcohol drugs porn gambling food sex right all of these things like they come from outside of us and coupled with the fact that we are kind of bombarded consciously or even unconsciously a lot of the time like we we need things outside of us to make us feel better For example, right, like just before I started recording this podcast, I saw somebody I knew and they were going into town. I was like, oh, what are you up to? And they go, oh, we're going for a little bit of retail therapy, (laughs) which proves my point, right? Like they were going into town to go shopping because they wanted to feel better. Now, as I've explained on this podcast previously, like the way that we feel better isn't from something outside of us. It's about allowing how we do feel and not being in denial to how we feel as well which is kind of where I was over the last couple of weeks like I wasn't in acceptance of what was going on <clears throat> how I was feeling so then I, I led myself to denial and that just created more kind of like resistance deprivation and this is exactly what happens with alcohol as well and then if you have a habit and it is a habit of hitting the fuck it button, right? Like you've got all of these experiences that you can look back on and say, "Yep, yeah, that's when I did that. And what happens is, is that we start to justify, we start to rationalize our behavior. Now, as human beings, we're really fucking good at that. And the the challenge with it is, is that all it does is actually creates more desire within us. It creates more conflict because when we say like, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna have a beer, and you have that beer, and then you get to the moment where you say, well, fuck it, I'll just have one or two, right? And Then I'll go home, and then you have one or two, and you're like, oh, I may as well just keep going now that I've already started. You keep going, you say, fuck it, you continue, you join in, like, and. I think it, I believe it comes from this place of like not wanting to miss out, especially when other people are involved, right? But even in times of solitude, like if you're on your own when you hit the fuck it button, it's because you're looking for comfort. Because our brain, the way it's designed, which is seek pleasure, avoid pain, be efficient, it doesn't want to feel uncomfortable. So if you're trying or not even trying, but if you're wanting to stop drinking, and it's coming from a place of like using willpower and it really feels very forced Like you, that word trying, right? Like you're really trying to stop drinking. What it can actually do is just bring up a lot of deprivation in you, a lot of thinking that you're missing out. So when those moments, opportunities, if you will. So then when you're presented with that chance to have a drink. You're going to do it because you've already got all of these other reasons about why you've done it in the past and because you just no longer want to sit in that discomfort, just that tension, right? Like you think it is going to help you. You think it's gonna relieve you from your now feeling, but really all it is, is it's short-term pleasure, you know, long-term pain, because the more that we, we do something, the more that we wanna do it. So like each time that we hit that fuck it button, all we're actually doing is training ourselves to hit it again in the future. We're reinforcing those neural pathways in our brain that associate saying fuck it and reaching for alcohol and getting a reward of that dopamine in our brain. And, you know, to compound it even further is like when we do start justifying when we do start rationalizing saying like oh I'll start again tomorrow or I'll you know I'll carry on on I'll carry on for the weekend and then Monday it'll be like a fresh clean slate but have you ever noticed how that clean slate never arrives or maybe you get there but you're not far away from hitting the fuck it button again so what I want to share with you today is why do we do that why do we do that and in episode eight of this podcast actually which is called changing the habit of drinking i t- i kind of allude to this already right it looks like as i was saying our brain's designed to be efficient it's designed to seek pleasure it's designed to avoid pain we create habits like habits are pretty essential to our survival lots of the habits that we have are super useful right like not having to think about brushing our teeth that's a pretty useful habit because If we didn't have it and we weren't brushing our teeth, we wouldn't have any teeth. And you can probably go and think of tons of other ways that habits become useful for you, right? Like not having to think about which way to walk to work every day or drive to work every day. The less we have to think about something, like the more capacity we've got for our brain, at least, to think about other threats or challenges or problems that we might need to overcome. Yet we do create habits that are bad for us also. And have you noticed, right, like these bad habits, and let's say bad for us, like they're just not creating what we want in life, you know, And because unfortunately those kind of habits, the bad ones, let's just say, are often the most destructive. Like they're the, the ones that are most tempting, most pleasurable. Now, knowing how the brain works, right, always wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain, be efficient. When we think about alcohol, when we think about drugs and smoking and sex and porn and gambling, like all of these things are highly addictive to the brain because they release a lot of dopamine, a lot of serotonin. And our brain, the way it's designed is that what we perceive as pleasure, we think is important. What we think, well, important to our survival, right? Like we think it's important to our survival. And guys... The fucking alcohol industry knows this, you know. Gambling companies know this. Food companies know this. You know, it's no coincidence that when you're watching TV and a gambling advert comes on and it's all fucking bright lights and people looking happy and, you know, like jolly, right? Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to say like, oh, here's this amazing thing that if you do this, it's going to be great. But we know what the other side of that looks like. We know what the other side of... Drinking looks like in terms of our mental health in terms of how it impacts our relationships with other people how it impacts the relationship with ourselves and the same with food companies like we're we're constantly being taken advantage of because of the way that our brain is programmed It's why in our society like there's so many fucking addictions just look at our phones for example man. I've put a tracker on my phone because I'm sick of looking at it. It's just become a habit like, and it's become an unconscious habit, which is really unhelpful, which is the purpose of this episode is to recognize that once a, ca- a habit becomes unconscious, like we don't think about it. So this is why in the moment it can just feel like it's happening to us. But what I want for you to recognize is that we've actually taught ourselves that. And this is good news because it means that we can un teach ourselves we can unlearn we can rethink how we want to go about this habit and change it into a new habit potentially but we don't even have to do that right like we can just unlearn it because as I said earlier like what we what we want we want more of and the opposite is true also right like in our brains of like what we don't use we lose and you can think of lots of different examples of that right like the gym is just such an amazing example for so many different things is but you can go to the gym for a year and you can get super buff you can get really massive muscles give it three or four weeks if you haven't been to the gym because you decide not to right like you're going to start losing that muscle mass it is inevitable same thing here with how your brain works with desiring alcohol when you stop following through on your urges or your desires to drink when you allow them, when you're not resisting it, when you're not in denial, there's that word denial again, right? Like when you accept that, okay, this is happening and you allow it to be there without taking action on it, like you're unlearning, like you're weakening that muscle in your brain. Like that, that, tr- that track that you've got, that path of least resistance in that neurobiology begins to lose a little bit of its substance because what, what we don't use, we lose, And this is why I bang on about, you know, uncovering what you believe about alcohol, about yourself so often. Because when we actually understand, like, how we are assigning importance to alcohol, thinking that we need it, thinking that life is no fun without it. And all of the other bullshit, fear-based excuses that we come up with, we can begin to unlearn them. Because when we start showing ourselves, well, actually... You know, spending time with my family is far more important than going out down to the pub. Like having a good relationship with my partner is far more beneficial than going out and having ten beers of a Friday night. So by understanding how our mind's working, by understanding that habits are a normal part of our human experience, right? but we've just gotta uncover like which are the ones that are serving us and which are the ones that aren't serving us like which are the ones we wanna to commit to and which are the ones that we don't wanna to commit to cause the ones we're not committed to, we're not gonna follow, we're not gonna use. So it's about deciding, you you know, do you want to, do you want to be committed to thinking that you can't stop? Do you wanna be committed to thinking that you can't change, that you're powerless that you have no control over alcohol? Or do you wanna to commit to finding out how you can stop? Do you wanna to commit to finding out Who can help you? Do you want to commit to finding out what you can read, like how your brain works? What do you want to do more of, which is going to create more of in your life? Because by doing that, it's like this analogy of a seesaw, right? Like right now, I mean, this is a terrible analogy for a podcast, but bear with me guys, like just kind of imagine, right? Like you've got a seesaw and the bit that's sticking up in the air right now, right? The light side, The bit that's sticking up in the air, like that's where you think that alcohol is, life is boring without alcohol and that you can't not be able to go out and drink and you won't be able to live without it, yada, yada, yada. And the sign that's kind of, the side that's rooted to the floor and propping it up is like all of the reasons why you think you do need alcohol. All of the reasons you think it's part of your identity, all of the reasons that you think that life is just not worth living without having a drink that's the lie and what we what we do is by starting to shift that level of thinking right like that seesaw begins to change like it starts to shift sides and this journey of of stopping drinking like it's not it's not linear it's not like you just go from one side to the other there's going to be a little bit of rocking in between right and that's okay but as long as you stay committed to wanting to change your thinking, to understand this habit, to allow yourself to have an urge but not to follow through with it, then that that seesaw is gonna flip. It's gonna switch in favour of you living a life without alcohol. I kind of explained like what the the fuck it button is, like why we why we hit it. Now I wanna look at the solution, right? And for me I think this understanding of the brain so important and i know i talk about this a lot guys but like really when we understand how our brain works we can have so much more compassion for ourselves like we don't have to go into that victim mentality or victim puke as fidel bohill talked about on a previous podcast episode right like it allows us to take ownership like okay so this is not a me problem this is just a brain problem like this is just how my brain has been designed you get to own what's happening for you rather than thinking that you are helpless that you're you know powerless and all of these other things so let's I'm and this is going to be a very very simplified version because I think that's going to be the most useful for you. So let's think about our brain, right? Like we have two main parts of our brain for the purpose of this podcast episode, and that is our lower brain. So our lower brain is that literally that part of our brain that is, you know, starting from the back of our necks. And this is the brain that is actually the same as animals. Like this is where our emotions are stored. This is like our nervous system where we have all fight and flight and all these things. Like this is our survival primitive based brain this is exactly the same as animals now what makes us different to animals is the prefrontal cortex so the prefrontal cortex is the if we look at kind of like brain evolution the most recent part of our brain it's the bit of the brain that's at the front of our heads like above our eyes like this is our prefrontal cortex like this is the executive decision-making machine, right? Like, this is where we get to think about our own thinking. So, we've got these two parts of our brain, right? Like, lower brain, higher brain. Now, I've got a mirror in front of me and I, I drew on it with a Sharpie just to remind myself of this because, like, it shows up in so many other different areas of life. But, like, that lower brain, right? Like, I've drawn this map of the brain and right next to it, I've just put an arrow and I've put desire, all right? So, when I desire something like or when I used to desire alcohol when I used to desire drugs or whatever it was when I even now like desiring a chocolate bar like I just remind myself like okay this is my lower brain this is the primitive part of my brain thinking that really actually thinks whatever this desire is for is essential to my survival now next to the higher portion of my brain I've written down an arrow that says power because I have the power to think about my desire. I have the power to think about these thoughts that say fuck it, that say just have one, right? Because like every decision that we make guys has to come through our prefrontal cortex. This means that we've always got a choice. Like even when it feels so compelling, so impulsive to go and have something like we're still making that choice and you know in the beginning when I work with some of my clients and they just they, they, they don't see that they have the choice right what I like to do is just create awareness of, of what's happening when, like not necessarily even trying to change it immediately but really just showing like, oh you really do have a moment where you're thinking about your thinking and often fuck it is a real good indication that you know what you're doing Like you're saying fuck it because you're rebelling against your higher brain. Like you're listening to desire. Now, when we listen to our desires and we follow through with them, our brain loves reward. So every time we reward ourselves, we strengthen that neural pathway, as I was saying. So the solution is is to recognise that we need to engage our prefrontal cortex. Like we need to just like stop for a moment to disrupt our desirable thinking just to say like, hold on a minute, like I've got a choice here. Like I have absolute power over what I do next. And over, and and you know, it's a skill. In the same way, if you think of anything in your life that you've learned to do, walk in such an amazing example is that when we're babies, like, we don't know how to walk. Our legs aren't strong enough, we can't do it. Over time, we begin to build up muscle in our legs, like. We pull ourselves up on sofas. We get up. We try to walk. We fall over. We keep going and going and going until we know how to walk. The amazing thing when we're a baby is like we don't have all those judgments. We don't have those comparisons of other people. Like we just know we want to fucking do something, so we get up and do it. Now this is the same thing as like engaging your higher brain. Like if it's not something you've been doing previously, and you probably do do it in other areas of your life, guys, right? But I'm just thinking about now in terms of alcohol is you've got to build up that skill set like you've become aware that of your thinking like you get to decide like oh my my lower brain right is creating desire in me right now which is why I find naming our emotions is such a powerful exercise because you can say oh okay that's just desire like that isn't who I am that's just like the way my brain was designed that's that primitive part of my brain now we do here in you know lots of different ways and methods of people kind of identifying with their brain like they they call it a person or they call it the wine witch or something like that and maybe that works for them and I think it does for a lot of people but I just want us to like own that even though there's this part of our brain creating desire it's not doing anything bad it's not doing anything wrong it's just like got a little bit confused about its purpose like it really truly thinks that drinking alcohol is going to be key to surviving so when we can have compassion to ourselves for our brain for our thinking when we start you know engaging with that higher level brain right like that executive level of thinking that we've got that separates us from animals then that's when we can start recognizing that I have a choice here I can do something about this right like I am powerful I am in control currently you've trained yourself to drink you've trained yourself to be responsive to fuck it now it's about being able and willing to train yourself to unfuck it if you like because remember alcohol does not solve for anything in fact it's the opposite right alcohol is what creates so many of our problems because it creates anxiety it creates a dependency also if you think that you need alcohol to have fun and to laugh and stuff like you've just created a massive problem for yourself because what are you going to do if you don't have alcohol i'm a hundred percent sure that any of you guys listening here today will never regret not saying fuck it right it's about it's like every time that you you go to the gym like you never regret not going to the gym you never regret not doing something that you know is for your higher self higher purpose so by understanding what you think about alcohol what you think about yourself developing or, or learning how your brain works understanding that because you have a desire for something it doesn't mean you have to follow through with it if we do just have to allow it to be there and if you go back and listen to a few episodes ago i I showed you how you can process an urge or a desire. All right, guys, it has been amazing to be back with you this week. i um got some cool interviews coming up over the next few weeks, actually, and I think you're going to like them. I will see you again next time, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. If you want to find out more about working with me and seeing how I can help you stop drinking and start showing up in life the way that you really want, visit patrickjfox.com to find out more or book a free consultation using the link in the show notes. Until next time, take care.